Good afternoon, ladies. How are you? Are you good? I'm, I have to admit, I'm hopeless at not hugging people. So I'm going to get, I don't know who your COVID marshal is today, but I'm going to get in a lot of trouble all day because I have to, like, literally at our church the whole time, I'm like, are you hugging? And they're like, yeah, I'm hugging. I'm like, let's hug. And so we just do that. And the poor COVID marshal at our church, you know, doesn't cope too well, but that's okay. It's so good to see you. Look at you all. There we go. Now I can see you properly. Um, I don't know who was worshiping this morning, this afternoon, um, but she said about how you've given time and space to be here today. And I do believe that God's going to speak to you and encourage you and uh, breathe life into you. And I know that, I know for me, I, um, I've left two boys at home. And so just getting out of the house sometimes and having the time and all those things is a little bit tricky, but you're here. And I pray that God will reward you for giving up that time. I, you know, for me, I actually got, I'm getting three nights in a hotel with no one coming into my bed. It's, all, it's awesome. Like, it's not a sacrifice. <laughs> it's a little holiday. It's lovely. David's joked because you might know he travels a little bit. And he's like, 2020 sucks. He says, I'm the one staying home and you're the one traveling. <laughs> the world's turned upside down. But um, it's so good to see you. And uh, I wanted to introduce you to my family. So turns out we haven't had any family photos taken in a while. So I found two semi-decent recent ones. Um, and one of them I think might have been from, fa- when I say recent, Father's Day last year. So we're coming up. That's about right. Our life is sideways. Um, that was actually, that we was all lying horizontally and had, had funny photos. So, um, so you can see David there. And uh, that's James and Sam. So James, uh, he's seven. Sammy just turned five. Uh, they are absolutely nuts. I, I spoke to them this morning on the phone and David said, are you praying for mum today? And they both went, nah. And Sam said, nah. And I was like, thanks, boys. I feel heaps encouraged. Um, and I think we might have one more of them maybe at the playground. I said, there we go. Sometimes they're angels. Sometimes they're friends. And they hold hands for three seconds so I can take a photo. And then they punch each other. So um, that is my life. But they are lots of fun. They have kept me on my toes for seven years now as a mum. But yeah, we're we're here from LifePoint Church and it's such an honour. So thank you to Pastor Pauline and to Pastor Rob and your One Heart team. Um, It really is an honour to be with you today. And I do believe that God's put some things on my heart that are hopefully going to minister to you and reach you where you're at. And I just pray that um, you would come. I know you've come with expectation. I hope you've come with expectation because I think you're giving God these hours today and tomorrow or today, tomorrow church, I hope you're coming back. Um, we'll see how we go. That will be the determinator, won't it? <laughs> if you come back in the morning, I did all right. Um, but yeah, I'd like you just to, uh, to close your eyes and lift your hands where you are. And um, I just pray, God, that for every single person who is here today, I just thank you, God, that they're not here by accident. And they're not here by chance. And I just pray, God, that you would do something in heart. So I just thank you, God, that that we can't do much. God, my words don't mean much. I pray, God, but your word, I pray, would speak to hearts, would lift up hearts, would lift up countenances. I just pray, God, that you would, um, you would breathe life. And I pray, God, for every desire of every woman today, I pray that you would be the answer, that you would be the solution, that, God, you would bring about a miracle, whether it be salvation for families. I pray whether, whether it be healing, whether it would be a breakthrough in an area that has been a struggle for a long time. I pray, God, that you would, there would be things that you accomplished by the Spirit of God today in Jesus' name. Everyone said together, amen. All right, turn to your neighbor and give them something that's legal. I don't know, an air high five or an elbow or a something that says, I love you, but I can't touch you. <laughs>
awesome. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm going to read a bit from the um, Passion Translation today. So if you happen to have a Passion Translation Bible, awesome. Otherwise, um, you just have to listen really carefully. But I love this. I just love this translation. And I've been stuck in it for a couple of years now. And I, I just know it just speaks the, the passion and the heart ironically, the passion of God, that, you know, the heart of God towards us as his sons and daughters and his daughters. So I just, I just pray that um, it would bless you as I read to you from Song of Songs in chapter two. And I do believe it's actually relevant, you know, just we're coming out of winter. So it's relevant in that practical sense. But I do believe that God is doing something as we come out, I pray as we come out of what has been the craziest year that any of us have known, um, that I do believe it's going to speak to us today. So it says in, in Song of Songs, I'm reading from verse nine in Song of Songs two. Now he comes closer, even to the places where I hide. He gazes into my soul, peering through the portal as he blossoms within my heart. And the one I love calls to me, says, Arise, my dearest, hurry, my darling, come away with me. I have come as you have asked to draw you to my heart and lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended and the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers. There is change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. I'm going to read on a little bit further because it's actually some beautiful verses towards the end of that that say this. Um, It goes on to, in verse, I think it's in verse 14. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. And then it finishes with, finishes with this, you must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship, for they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. I love that. There's something in these verses that to me is just so beautiful and so personal and such a um, an intimate invitation from Jesus himself to each one of us. I hear these words, arise, hurry, come with me. I need you. God's saying, I need you. You have something to bring to the table. You are necessary. My dear, sweet, darling one, my beautiful companion, now is your time. Today's the day. Today is your day. You know, I see these in these words. There's an urgency to these words, I believe. It is a new season. It is time for the harvest. You know, in John 4, it talks about Jesus is saying to his disciples, why would you say the harvest is another four months away? Look at all the people coming. Now is harvest time for their hearts are like vast fields of ripened grain ready for a spiritual harvest. Why are you saying excuse me, that it's four months away? Why are you saying it's not yet? God is saying it's now. Now is harvest time. Now is the time that I'm bringing people into the kingdom of God. And I need your help. I need you involved. You are necessary to my plans and my purposes on this earth. You know, that picture we, we hear there about um, the cooing of doves in the land, it actually talks about harvest time. You only hear the cooing of doves apparently when it's harvest time. And so that's a picture of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We see that that Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm mixing up my verses there. But verse 11, I think it was, it talks about 
the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 12, it talks about the turtle dove that's only heard at the time of harvest. You know, I want to encourage you to see you are necessary in the plans and purposes that God has for you. And so the title of my message this afternoon, my first message this afternoon is today's the day. Turn to your neighbor and say, today's the day. Oh, let me hear you like you're awake and alive. Turn to your neighbor and say, today's the day. Awesome. There we go. So, I do believe there's something significant about today. You know, there, there's that verse that says, this is the day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice, thank you, and be glad in it. And I remember a couple of years ago, I had, we had a, a, a visiting pastor and he prayed that for me and, I, and he kind of just kept saying, today's the day, so, uh, sorry, not that one, the other one. Um, this is the day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. And at the time, I reckon my boy James was maybe... I'm going to say six months old. And so I was in that phase of like, just get through the day, (laughs) just survive the day, just, you know, make sure he's fed, make sure he's napped at the right times and, you know, just get through the day and put them to bed and go, "Ah, another day done, another day survived. And I remember God speaking to me that time and saying, today is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. Don't just survive the day, actually flourish in the day, thrive in the day. And I do believe that we can, we can kind of gloss over, especially in these last couple of months, you know, the world's kind of changed and some of us are working from home and some of us, I know in Adelaide and, and here, I'm sure we've been in a fairly good COVID bubble or not COVID bubble, <laughs> no COVID. Um, but you know what I mean? You know, parts of the world where literally the whole world has been turned upside down and all of a sudden, how we do things, we have to, you know, we, we, we might've been teaching our kids from home. I had my kids home for seven days and I've never prayed so earnestly in my whole life that school would reopen for term two. Like literally, I, I, th- I have never prayed so earnestly, Lord, would you please let school go back in week one, term two, or I'm not going to survive. <laughs> Anyone else prayed those prayers? Any mums in the house? Yep. You know, we, we, can, we can just kind of get through the days and just try and survive the days, but I believe that God's wanting us to blossom in the day, to thrive during the day, to make every day count, that today matters. Something about this season right now in history matters. So we're going to have a look at a couple of things this afternoon that I believe that God is saying to us from this passage, that today's the day. First one is this, if you're taking notes this afternoon, is this, today's the day to come out from the shadows. It talks about here in verse, it's in verse 11, and it talks about coming out from hiding, coming out of the shadows. It says, I've come to those places where you hide. I've come to lead you out, even to those places where you are hiding. And I want to encourage you that we have probably all in some ways, I mean, you come out of hiding today. That's really nice. We're all coming out of hibernation. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are people that I do believe that in, even in this season can be hiding in all kinds of things. There's fear that we are, that is keeping us in the shadows. There's disappointment that's keeping us in the shadows. There's things that are happening in our family that keep us in the shadows or think that disqualify us. We think disqualify us from God using us. But I want to say to you today that it's time to come out of the shadows. It's t- today's the day to come out from the shadows. So those places that where you are hiding, let God lead you out. Let him bring you out of those places into the plans and purposes that he has. It says in Psalm 34, to, um, that those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. It might be shame today. It might be grief today. It might be a number of things that are keeping you in the shadows that are keeping you from all that God has for you because you've been 
you've been hurt, you've been scared, you've been, maybe you've been unwell. There's all kinds of things that might be some mental health things that you've had to face that have kept you in the shadows. But I want to say today, today that today is the day to come out of hiding, to come out from the shadows. You know, when I was little, so I'm a Mount Gambier girl. I was born and bred for my first 10 years in Mount Gambier in the southeast. And I remember there was the Mount Gambier, you know, annual show. And uh, for whatever reason, my mum and dad let my sister and I, so we were maybe six and eight or something at the time, go on the ghost train. <laughs> and so we got onto this, we got onto the ghost train and, um, you know, they probably paid attention because it was maybe the first time we'd gone on a ride together without them or so they put us in this carriage and they made note of the colour and the number of the carriage and all those things. So anyway, we got into this, we got onto the ghost train, we did our little lap and I remember at one point thinking, I'm so scared, like there's just skeletons and cobwebs and little eight-year-old girl and anyway I obviously got a bit freaked out and went to turn to my sister to see if she was okay and she was gone and I was like oh my gosh they took my sister <laughs> so I'm like where where is Lauren where is she anyway she had gotten scared and without telling me had like ducked down into the front of the carriage and was hiding in the carriage and so I was like, well, I'm not staying up here by myself, so I climbed down there too. <laughs> and so we're literally hiding in this ghost train carriage the whole way around. And when, of course, when our carriage came out, Mum and Dad like, oh my gosh, where are the girls? Like, they were on number whatever, and it was that colour. And, and then there's these sheepish two girls that climb out of this ghost train carriage like, hi. Never again, ever again am I going on a ghost train. But what were my mum and dad thinking? Like, I don't, anyway. So it's time to come out of the shadows. I want to pray, I want to pray a little bit later today that, it, that you would be able to step into what God has for you when you come out of hiding, when you come out of the shadows. You know, in Hebrews 11, it talks about, it's, this has not been the time to pull away from meeting together, from, that we shouldn't neglect meeting together, but this is the time that we need each other the most. And so that's in Hebrews 11. We shouldn't, we shouldn't pull away. We shouldn't neglect this gathering together. This is important that we do this because, because we need each other. So I want you to ask yourself today, where have you been hiding? Where, what, what areas of your life have you, have you been hiding in? Sometimes we hide it in business, which I think, you know, in this COVID season, it's hard to hide in business. We can't go anywhere or do anything. So other things we have to, you know, we, there are other things you may have been hiding in, but I want you to explore your heart today and think, where have I been hiding? Have I been hiding in pain or hiding in grief or hiding in disappointment? And I want to say to you that God's calling you out today. He's leading you out of that place and into the future that he has for you. Amen. Amen. Number two, I believe today is the day that he's calling us or he's going to blossom you into the woman he's inviting you to become, which I know is a very long sentence. <laughs> Write that down as fast as you can. To blossom into the woman he's inviting you to become. You know, it talks about in this season, in verse 12, it is he's, the, the rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. There's blossoming happening, I believe, in your life if you step into that invitation that God has for you. He's inviting you to become a woman who is not barren, who is not fruitless, who doesn't flourish, but is actually one who is completely fruitful, effective, that you are living this fruitful, effective, flourishing life. It is time to flourish. Today's the day to blossom. You know, it talks about in Ezekiel in verse 12 of chapter 47, it talks about the river of God, the presence of God, the Holy Spirit. It's, it talks about this river as it flows. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They'll bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. I love that passage, that, that idea that as the river of God flows, as the presence of God flows in your life, that by, doing, by having a close relationship with the Holy Spirit, that there's automatically this fruitfulness that comes in your life, this fruit, this, 
this, um, it talks about fruit for food and leaves for medicine. You know, I believe that your fruitfulness, you blossoming into the woman that God is calling you to become, is actually going to bring nourishment and healing to the people in your world. Nourishment and healing to the people who are in your world. That he's inviting you into this blossoming, fruitful life. And you know, one thing I've noticed, um, especially in our in my area in Adelaide, is that you know, you have all these bare trees, like just bare trees everywhere. They've all gone, they've lost their leaves in autumn and they've just gone through winter bare. And then literally all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, there are blossoms everywhere. And it's like it happens overnight. So in this winter season, you think nothing's happening, that, that you know, there's just nothing going on. This tree is just almost dead through winter. And then this first sign of spring, the first sign of life, there is blossoms everywhere. I do believe that's what God does in us. You know, you might feel like you've been in a winter season or a barren season, but can I encourage you that if you hold on to God in that, if you step into the invitation that God has for you, all of a sudden there will be a blossoming in your life, a fruitfulness in your life, that all of a sudden God is bringing you into this, into this world where you are fruitful and effective and reaching the people in your world with those, those leaves of, it talks about leaves of medicine and fruit, of, and fruit will be food, that you'll be able to bless others and nourish others and, and bring healing to others. All of a sudden, there'll be a blossoming in your world. Number three, again, another long sentence, so bear with me. It says, Uh, In verse 12 and 13, it talks about this invitation that God has for us. Today is the day to awaken to what God is accomplishing on this earth and to the significance of your role in that. I think sometimes we can just go through the motions of life and we just kind of, you know, we do our thing, we have our routine, we have our days that we go to work, we have our days that we are, you know, committed to, uh, you know, areas of whether it's family or church or, you know, that where you're committed to other things that you do in a week, week in and week out. But I want to encourage you to be alert in those everyday things to what God is doing, to not just go through the motions of your week, but be aware that God is doing something and you have a role to play in that, to be alert and to be aware. It says here, can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? This new day of destiny breaking forth around you. I feel like in, in all of this, we've probably just kind of gone into survival mode a little bit across this season and just sort of, you know, our world maybe has got a bit small. You know, we just look after our family, we do our job, we, we've had to stay home, we've had to do things differently. And maybe that's been a good thing, a stripping away of what's been unnecessary and kept us busy for, with no fruit. But maybe it's also time to, to, to look at what really matters and within that, being alert to what God can do in you and through you the significance of your role in that. It says in Romans 13 in the message, the night is about over and dawn is about to break. Be up and awake to what God is doing. God is putting the finishing touches on the salvation work he began when we first believed. We can't afford to waste a minute. We must not squander these precious daylight hours. Get out of bed and get dressed. That's really a good COVID hashtag right there. Get out of bed and get dressed. I, I do believe we've got a, there, there is an urgency to this hour. There is an urgency to what God is doing and we have something to contribute to his plan on this earth. You know, it says in Ephesians 5 in the Passion Translation to take full, uh, to take full advantage of every day. Take full advantage of every day and realize that we have something to contribute to what God is doing, to be aware of what he is doing, to be alert to what he's doing and to be listening to the Holy Spirit. And I know one thing I've seen in this last little while, obviously with um, church not being able to gather for quite a number of weeks, I think for our church, it was about 14 Sundays that we, we went online. Um, you know, all of a sudden, the natural conversations that you have with people on a Sunday stop. So then you have to be completely intentional about how you reach out to people. And so 
really it became a season to be so dependent on the Holy Spirit. And when you had somebody come to mind, you, that was your cue. You've got to pray for them. You've got to text them. You've got to give them a call. How are you doing? Are you doing okay? Can we help you in any way? You know, I do believe that they're the things, the promptings of the Holy Spirit, we've got to train ourselves to be sensitive to so that we can respond to those things and not just dismiss them as, you know, like, you know, we sometimes maybe dismiss those things, but because we've been in the season that we've been in, I do believe God's been teaching us how to hear His voice better and how to respond to what He's saying to us and to be quick to be obedient to those things. And so when we do, when people do come to mind, that you know, when you, even today, if you have people come to mind, write their name down and when you go home tonight, Text them, ring them, call, you know, do something that reaches out to them and just to let them know you're thinking of them. They've been on your mind and, and, and use that as a way to reach people where they're at. You know, be awake and alert to what God is doing, taking full advantage of today. Okay, today's the day. Number four, to arise and run with him to the higher places. In verse 13, it talks about uh, the, early, the early signs of my purposes and plans are breaking forth. And then it goes on to say, if I can find the rest of my passage, which I can't it's somewhere here we'll say it by faith um to run with yeah to run with him to the higher places it talks about the if you read your bible you know that there is always more there's always more that god has for us where we are now is never where god is going to leave us there's always more available to us so he's calling us today i believe to rise up and run with him to rise to where he's taking us to to the higher places to come where he is going you know it says um I'll read it to you from Matthew 11 in the message translation. And with a passage that we know well, come, you know, those who are weary and heavy laden, it says this in the message, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. You know, I, I love that passage and it's always been one I kind of end up back to because it reminds us that to run to the higher place with God actually is to bring us low. It's to, to be able to run with him to where he's taking us is to come low to him and say, God, I need your help. I can't do this on my own. I need your strength. I need your power. I need your enabling. And I love that when we look at that in the original language, that when Jesus says, come to me, that word for two means come toward or come in front of or come near to me or come to the side of me. And I love that picture that God gives us that when he says, come to me, if you're weary, if you're tired, if you're burned out, if you've had enough of this stupid year, <laughs> you know, if, you've, if, you're, if you're in that place, he says, come to me. And I love the idea that he says, come and sit near me, you know, come and talk to me, come and come toward me and let's have a conversation. Let me, let me tell you what I want to say to you. Let, let, I'm here, I'm listening to what you have to say to me. I love the intimacy of that picture when he says, just come and talk to me, come and spend time with me, come in front of me, come near to me and spend some time in my presence and you'll know how to do this life. You'll know how to keep going. You'll know how to, how to move forward. Excuse me for a second. I love that picture of Jesus' invitation to arise and run with him to the places where he's taking us. Number five, today's the day. And this is very relevant to me because I would never, ever sing into a microphone. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> or you won't come back tonight. Um, there's this invitation here. He says to lift your eyes and your voice 
in worship and prayer. Put in brackets to lift your beautiful eyes, it talks about in verse 14, and your lovely voice in worship and prayer. And you know, in the Hebrew, that word for um, your lovely voice is your voice is delicious. <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous? No matter how everyone else thinks you sing, and my boys will tell me wholeheartedly, honestly, every time, mum, stop singing. <laughs> stop singing. Like literally in the car, no matter where we are. And I'll often put some music on, you know, in the house and they're like, mum, stop singing. Um, but Jesus never tells me to stop singing. He loves it. <laughs> he thinks my voice is delicious. And even if you can't hold a tune, he thinks your voice is delicious too. But today's the day to lift your beautiful eyes and your lovely voice in worship and prayer. You know, if you read through Psalms, you'll see time and time and time again, <coughs> you'll see time again that it's time to sing. It just says it over and over again. It's time to sing. It's time to praise. It's time for new songs to pour forth. It says that in the Passion Translation that praise looks lovely on the lips of the lovers of God. Praise looks lovely on you. Praise looks lovely on your lips when you lift up your voice to worship God. Today is the day to sing. And I want to say that over many years now, the last couple of years especially, I find that I have been able to praise my way out of many circumstances. You know, you might have some things going on in your heart things that you're struggling with, things that, you're, that are weighing you down, things that you just don't know how to you know, work your way through. But I want to encourage you that when you praise, when you lift your voice, when you say thank you to God, when you are grateful in your worship, when you, when you call out to God, there's something that shifts when you do that. I believe that there's something supernatural when you praise God. You can pra- I believe you can totally praise your way out of pretty much every circumstance that you would find yourself in. It changes the posture of your heart. It elevates God to his rightful place. It means that everything that you're facing has to submit to that, to the name of Jesus. Can I say today is the day to sing. It is the day to lift your voice, to pray, to worship God, to commit what you need to to him and know that when you do that, there's something beautiful that happens in your life. There's a shift that happens in your circumstances that even if your circumstances don't change, your posture has changed. Your ability to walk through it has changed and you can keep going another day. And number six, today's the day to catch the troubling foxes. And I love this little bit at the end. There's this beautiful invitation from Jesus. He says, come with me. I need you. I want you. I want you a part of this. I want you to help me with what I'm doing on the planet. Big invitation, by the way, but he, but he graces you to do that. Uh, he's this lovely invitation to, to all these things. And then he says at the very end, in verse, it's in verse 15. And my face lady doesn't recognize me because I put makeup on today. <laughs> That's how you know we're coming out of COVID. <laughs> like actually doing your hair, putting some nice clothes on, not your slippers and your ponytail. It says in verse 15, you must catch the troubling foxes, <clears throat> those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We'll do it together. Isn't that just the most beautiful invitation from God? He says, there are things that might be in your heart. There might be some compromises that you've accepted in your heart. There might be some things that you've thought about that you're indulging, that you know just aren't right, that they don't line up with the word of God, that, they, that you know if you let them to continue, they'll actually cause destruction. They'll cause you grief. They'll cause you loss. You know, there are habits that we perhaps have permitted that we, you know, that's just, that's what happens in my family. You know, we've justified things, we've excused things, we've, we've, we've had some things that, some sins that we might have excused, 
But the invitation that God gives us today, and I believe this is a great starting place for today, is that you make sure that your heart is right with God, that there's some things that maybe you've come in today with and you, you've kind of just settled, well, this is, this is just kind of how it is. You know, I'm like, it's not the worst thing in the world. You know, it's not the worst thing to do. I've, you know, my marriage is still intact and my kids are still fine and I'm still pretty healthy. And, you know, maybe there's some things we've accepted as okay that Jesus actually wants to deal with today, those little sly foxes that raid the vineyard, that just caused a little bit of destruction, a little bit of rot, that just means that you're not going to fulfill to the extent that God would call you to because there's just some things that kind of are just under the surface there that might be an issue if you don't deal with them today. So can I encourage you with, with this last point to catch the troubling foxes? I love that Jesus says, will you catch them? Let's, let's do it together. Let me help you do that. So I'd love you to stand to your feet right now and, uh, and perhaps if the band can come. And just even now, God might be speaking to your heart about things that, that you just, you know you want to, you know that you need to deal with, you know that you need to bring to Jesus, you know that you want to, Him to deal with in your heart. And before we do that, I should say, if you're here in this place and, and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, can I say what a perfect, what a perfect day, what a perfect moment in this afternoon to, to give to Him. And it says, it says in 2 Corinthians that today is the day. We're talking about today is the day. This is the perfect verse for it. Today is the day of salvation, it says in 2 Corinthians. In fact, it says in the NLT, indeed, the right time is now. The right time to do this is now. And so you might have been thinking, you know, we'll do it another time. Actually, in this passage, it talks about a little bit later again in Song of Songs 2, there's this invitation from Jesus and then the response from, um, from the woman is actually you go ahead of me and I'll come away another time. You go ahead of me, I'll come away a bit later. When, when, when I've got this, in, you know, when, when I'm a bit older or when I've got this right or when, you know, there might be all these reasons why you've put off actually committing your heart to God. But today is the day of salvation, the Bible says, the right time, indeed the best time for you to give your heart to Jesus is right now. So don't delay it. Don't delay that invitation from God. So if you're just in this place, I'd love you to close your eyes just for some privacy for those that are around you. But if you're in the place, this place today and, you're, and you just know in your heart of hearts that you need to get your, your heart right with God, that you haven't, maybe you have in times gone by committed your heart to Jesus and you, you know, might have grown up in a Christian family or you might have been coming to church this whole time, but you know that you need to give your heart to God, maybe for the first time, maybe afresh. Just while there's no one looking around while eyes are closed, if that's you this afternoon, I would love you just to, make eye contact with me and give me a quick wave so I know who those people are. But if that's you today, if there's anyone in this place who, who wants to give their heart to Jesus, I would love to give you the opportunity to do that. There's a company of women here who would cheer you on in the process, I know. So if that's you today, I'd just love you to, you can look up and catch my eye and give me a quick wave so I know who I'm praying for today. But if there's anyone in this place who wants to give their heart to the Lord, Awesome. We're going to pray for some other things, but I want to encourage you. Think of someone who you can bring back tonight. Who can you bring back tonight with you to the night service? Who can you invite to come with you to church tomorrow? Because I do believe that the invitation for what we're talking about today is not just for people in this room. It is for people around you, the people in your family, the people in your schools, the people in your workplaces. I want to encourage you to think about who can you, who can you invite? Who can you bring? Who can you offer this invitation to? Awesome. So why don't we just take a moment to pray and I'm just going to ask that God will speak to you. God, I thank you for every person who is here. I thank you that 
God, you are dealing with hearts and you're dealing with matters of our heart. I just thank you, God, that they're, that you know what, the, what those troubling foxes are, those sly little foxes that get in there and, and just take root in our heart. You know what those things are. I pray, God, that you would reveal those today. I pray, God, you'd give courage to your women today to deal with those things, to acknowledge those things, to bring them into the light. I'm not gonna make you do anything big and bold and embarrassing, but just in your seat, why don't you just take a moment to close your eyes and lift your hands and just ask God to speak to you. And if you know, if you, as I'm saying these words, if you already know the things, the thing, that thing that you just know, I need to do better with that. I need to not allow that in my life anymore. I need to conquer that habit. <coughs> I need to deal with that matter. Why don't you just take a moment now, just between you and God and commit that to Him and say, God, would you help me? God, would you forgive me? God, would you empower me to win that victory? In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, you are so welcome here. I pray, come and move. Come and speak to hearts, I pray. Thank, I thank you for your grace, God. I thank you that you don't, we don't do this alone, but God, you do this with us. The invitation is that we'll do it together. So Holy Spirit, I pray even now, pray that you would, there would be just this boldness and courage that comes in your women as they do this. I thank you, God, that you that nothing is too impossible for you, that God, you can do, you can deal with the biggest, you can deal with the littlest one. I just pray, God, that there would be a healing of hearts right now, a commitment afresh to do things your way, to do things with wisdom, to do things with righteousness, with holiness, with a commitment to do things your way, God, in Jesus' name. verse in Exodus and it's, it talks about the significance of a, of a day and it says this in Exodus 13 this is a day to remember forever the day you left Egypt the place of your slavery today the Lord has brought you out I love that picture that today is the day you've left Egypt you've left slavery you've left bondage you've left that place of your slavery and God's bringing you into, a, into a, a large place, a free place that you would walk in the freedom that God has for you in every area of your life. You know, it could be something that we dismiss. It's, you know, sometimes, bless you. Sometimes, you know, I think we, we think of the big, the big stuff, you know, the big sins. And we go, well, I'm, you know, faithful to my marriage. You know, I'm good to my kids. I, I bring my tithe, you know, but maybe there's some other things that just bubble away under the surface that, you know, it's a jealousy thing or it's a gossip thing or it's a, you know, just those little things that get into our heart that we, if we allow to take root actually cause us so much damage and so much destruction. And we don't walk in freedom as a result. We get bound up in those things where we just don't live the life to the fullness that God would have us live it. And so if that's you today, I'd love to know who I can pray for. And you can stay in your seats. I'm not going to make you come out the front. But again, while eyes are closed and heads are bowed. If you would like prayer for something today, just something that you know you need to give to God, why don't you just lift your hand in your seat so I can see who I'm praying for. Thank you. I can see that hand. I can see that hand. Awesome. Thank you. You can leave. You keep your hands up if you like. That's fine. But commit this to God. You don't have to if you don't want to, but people aren't looking around. It's just between you and God and me. <laughs> Beautiful. 
I do believe God's healing hearts this afternoon. I do believe He's going to shift things. That this is going to be a point where you go, God healed me of that, of that, of that matter in my heart, of that issue in my life, of that addiction or that struggle or that that sin. So God, I just thank you. And I just declare over your women today, those who have their hands lifted, those who are speaking to you right now, I pray, God, that there would be healing in their hearts. I pray, God, that there would be life in their bones. I pray, Father, that you would forgive. And I know that you forgive. I speak your mercy and your goodness and your grace over people in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, that nothing is too hard for you, that you can help every single one conquer that issue, conquer that matter. I thank you, God, that we're where there is freedom. I thank you, God, where the Spirit of God, that there is freedom, there is life. And so I just declare freedom and life. I declare that today is the day of victory, that today is a day of moving forward into all that, God, you have for these beautiful women. I just speak that over every person right now in Jesus' name. I just feel, um, we spoke earlier about coming out of the shadows. And I wanna, I've just felt to pray for people, for those that are feeling a little unbrave, little lacking courage. I really do believe that God wants to shift that in you because I do believe you have, I asked Pastor Pauline, like 14,000 people that call Port Lincoln home, right? That's a lot of people to reach with the gospel, right? <laughs> and I do believe that as a, there's, there's nothing insignificant about you being here and part of this church and part of this community that God's going to use you. And I just wanted to pray for people who are feeling like you need some courage to step out in faith, to, to speak to people. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that you know, but even to speak to the strangers, the person on the street who you don't know, who you can just, you might have, I, I pray for things like words of knowledge and prophetic words and words of wisdom that you can speak to people, that you can go up and say to somebody, you know, I just feel like God said to me to say this to you today. And I just wanted to encourage you with that. And so if that's for you today that maybe struggling in some areas of, of bravery or courage, I want to pray for you, but I'm going to ask you to do a brave thing and a courageous thing and come down the front so that we can do that. But I wanted to pray for that, especially today, that you would come out of hiding, that you would come literally out of the shadows. <laughs> come out of the shadows and, and let God use you in every, with everything you bring to the table, um, that, you would, that you would commit that to God today and say, God, would you use me? God, I don't want to be hiding in, in, in you know, discouragement or, or hiding in my shyness or hiding in my lack of, you know, hiding in my, my fear or my lack of faith. But God, I want to step into all that you have me. So if that's you this afternoon, why don't you come? I'm going to pray for you down the front. Um, but I'd love you to step out, of, step out of your seat and come and do that. That's awesome. If there's anyone else, please do come. I'd love to pray for you for bravery, for courage today to step into what God has for you. Come to the front, that's awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. I really want to pray that God would put a burden on your heart that you just can't shift. You know, that weight of seeing people, wanting to see people saved, wanting to see people find Jesus, wanting to see people find hope and real life. And I pray that God would put that on your heart in such a strong way that you can't shake it, that you just have to, you have to respond. When God speaks and you're alert to what He's saying by His Spirit, that you would respond to that with bravery, with courage. So why don't you just lift your hands? Why don't you lift them high? Why don't you cry out to God? I'm going to pray for you. God, I thank you for every beautiful woman who's responded this afternoon. I just thank you, God, that they care. They have a heart after you, God. They have a heart after what matters to you. And I pray, God, right now, 
in the name of Jesus for courage. I pray for courage. I pray for bravery. I thank you, God, that that you grace and empower every one of them in the name of Jesus. God, to step into all that you have for them. I thank you, God, that you're going to give them words of knowledge. You're going to give them words of wisdom. You're going to give them, I pray, God, a a sense they can't shift. They They have to speak out for you. They've got to invite. They've got to help. They've got to offer Jesus to the people in their families, in their workplaces, in their schools, in their neighbourhood. I pray, God, that there'll be conversations that happen over fences in neighbourhoods today. In Jesus' name, tomorrow, in Jesus' name, I pray, God, that there'll be divine opportunities to step into what you have for them. I just pray, God, right now, a courage, a supernatural boldness, a supernatural bravery that comes on your women right now. God, to take the gospel to their school, to take the gospel to their family, to take, to take the gospel to their neighbourhood in Jesus' name. I pray, God, Holy Spirit, I pray your anointing right now in Jesus' name. I pray, God, where people have been shy or, or held back or or not stepped out in faith, I pray, God, that there would be new opportunities for those things. I pray, God, that there would be new chances to reach those people that we maybe feel like we've left let down. Even I think of people in my own world that that, that is true for as well. And I pray, God, a new opportunity. I pray, God, a new grace to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, God. Thank you, God, for these women. I pray, anoint every one of them right now in Jesus' name. You're anointing, pray. I pray, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, I pray, touch your women in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. What's your name? Montana. It's a great name. I pray for Montana right now in Jesus' name. I pray, Holy Spirit. I pray, God, touch her from her head to her toe. I pray the fire of God all over her. I pray, God, that there would be a a shift in her today, that, God, she would run the race, run with endurance the race you've set before her. I pray, God, a fire in her belly. I pray, God, to reach people in her world. I pray, Holy Spirit, touch her, I pray, in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, for her. I thank you she's going to reach people. She's going to reach her family. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that there would be an anointing on her, that there'd be something different about her when she goes home tonight, that God, that you, Holy Spirit, would be all over her. In Jesus' name, I thank you, God, that she's going to reach people, your family, your family, your family, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. in your heart that you know you want to speak to, that you know you want to reach, why don't you call out on their behalf to to God right now? Why don't you call out their names? God, I'm, I'm praying for, I'm believing for. God, give me opportunity to speak to this person. You might not know them by name. They might be your checkout chick. They might be the person who serves you at the, you know, at the petrol station. But I, I just pray, God, would you speak? God, I pray, would you speak? in our hearts right now to reach, to see, set free, to see, find salvation in Jesus' name. Why don't you call out their names in faith? Be bold, cry out for for sons, for daughters, for spouses in Jesus' name. For parents, for families, for siblings, 
In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. when there's people in your life who have not you know, ever found Jesus or perhaps they did and they've walked away and it, maybe it has been years. I think sometimes we kind of, not in a bad way, we, get, we just kind of go, well, that's the way it is. We, get, we end up a bit complacent because we've prayed and we've tried and, you know, but I want to encourage you. It's, a, it's, a, it's time to go again. It's time to pray again. It's time to commit afresh to God again. Because I think it it's, it's makes sense, it's human nature to kind of go, well, I've prayed and has it happened yet? And, you know, maybe it's never going to happen. And I know even in our family, there are family members in our world that are so far away from God and their life is a mess. And you go, how can, how can you ever actually fix that, God? How, how, that is just, it's literally impossible in the natural. But I want to encourage you, pray again. Today is the day to pray again, to commit again to God. These people that perhaps we've prayed in the past, but we haven't prayed in a while. So even now, if you're in your seat, you don't have to be on the front, I pray right now, would you pray and say, God, this person in my life, would you, I commit, I speak the blood of Jesus over them. I pray over them right now. I declare life and hope and freedom over them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, that you hear the cries of your daughters today in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, that you know, you know, and I speak salvation in Jesus' name over households, over homes, over families, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for what has seemed impossible. I thank you, God, that it is possible by the Spirit of God. It is possible in Jesus' name. So, God, we declare, even this week, I pray, God, that there be supernatural turnarounds. I pray, God, where there's been things that have been hard for so for so long, I pray that even this week, in the name of Jesus, that, God, you would do something in families, you would do something in homes, that there would be salvations this week in Jesus' name. God, we pray for souls. God, we thank you that, that nothing is impossible for you. So we declare it in Jesus' name, salvations over our households, over our families, over our children, over our parents, over our spouses, in Jesus' name. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your Spirit, says the Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, would you do it soon? I pray, God, would you do it soon? We declare the harvest is coming in, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.